If you've ever traveled with a child, you know that it can be so fun and it can also be incredibly stressful. So in today's episode, I'm sharing five tips for traveling with kids to hopefully decrease the stress levels on your next family vacation. Stay tuned. Parenting, it's the hardest job we'll ever do. Most of us are tired, stressed, and counting the minutes until bedtime. But what if raising kids could feel just a little lighter? I'm Dr. Hillary, a licensed psychologist and mama of three. And you're listening to the Raised Resilient Podcast, where each week we tackle tough parenting topics, and I help decode behavior and empower you with tools and strategies so that even the hardest moments make more sense. Because parenting is hard, no matter how you do it. But I can help you go from barely surviving to parenting in a way that feels good for you and your child. So warm up your coffee and grab your earbuds. It's time to raise resilient kids. Hey friends, welcome back to Raised Resilient. I'm your host, Dr. Hillary, and I am so glad you're here. So for these next couple of weeks on the podcast, I'm going to be doing something a little bit different because I know at least here in the U.S., it is summer. A lot of you have your kids home with you. You might be traveling. You might be trying to work with kids home or taking them off to camp or whatever. And I know that summer can be a busy time. So I wanted to do sort of a mini series that will be quick and easy to listen to. I'm talking super quick episodes. Like you might already think my episodes are quick and easy to listen to, I hope, but you know, some of them get up to almost 30 minutes. And so for this little mini series, I'm going to try to wrap things up by about 10, 15 minutes max. So we're talking super easy listening, hopefully, and topics that are going to be relevant to things you might be dealing with over the summer. So we're going to talk about things like why you should let your child be bored and how to encourage independent play, what your child actually needs to be considered quote unquote kindergarten ready. And then today I'm talking about how to travel with kids, right? Because we all know that can be a stressful situation. So I want to give you some tips on how to navigate that in a way that hopefully feels a little bit less stressful. But yeah, so this is sort of a mini series. I heard somebody else call it a mini cast recently, and I thought that was super cute. So Raised Resilience Summer Mini Cast. Here we go. And really quick before we jump in, I wanted to just mention really quickly, some of you have been reaching out and going, where can I sign up for one-on-one virtual coaching? Where did that go? It's not on your website anymore. So yes, if you have gone to my website and looked for the opportunity to sign up for a virtual coaching session, you will notice that it is not there right now. And that is for very good reason. I've also been kind of MIA on Instagram and I will say more about all of this, but that is because I am working really hard behind the scenes on some really cool, exciting new opportunities and new ways to work with me. And sometimes in order to put these things together, we have to kind of pull back from the other things we were doing. And I am the type of person, if I am recognizing that there's a better way for me to help you, if there's a better way for me to get results for you, I'm going to do that thing, right? One-off coaching is wonderful, but sometimes it can be really like this really exciting call where we're like, yes, these are all the things that need to change. But then how do we actually implement those things, right? How do we actually make those changes over time? We need a little bit more support in order to do that. I know I do. So I am working behind the scenes on some even more effective ways to support you. And I cannot wait to tell you more about it. But for now, if you want to work with me, the very best thing to do is to head over to raisedresilient.com forward slash mindset and download my free guide, Six Mindset Shifts to Ditch the Overwhelm and Parent in a Way That Feels Good, which will give you the foundational mindset shifts that you need to make in order to show up to parenting in a way that feels good. 
but it will also get you access to my weekly email newsletter. That newsletter is so valuable. It's where I share weekly tips, strategies, stories from my real life, some of which overlaps from the podcast and some of which does not. And it's also the first place you're going to hear about any of these exciting new offerings. So if you haven't already, go to raiseresilient.com forward slash mindset and download my free guide, which you will find so helpful. And then you will also have access to my weekly newsletter. So for now, that is the very best next step if you are interested in working with me directly and I will share more soon. Okay. So now without further ado, let's jump into my five tips for traveling with kids. Okay. So the first tip that I have for traveling with kids is to manage your expectations. If you've ever heard the saying that it's not a vacation with kids, it's a trip. That is because it doesn't feel like this relaxing opportunity to unplug from everything. You're still a parent. You're still responsible for your kids. And so if we embrace the fact that we are still parenting just in a different context, then we are going to be much more able to handle the fact that there's not tons of relaxation or alone time. And we're going to be able to embrace the fact that it is going to be work, but it's going to be so much fun. And we're going to focus on the awesome memories that we're making as a family. Of course, managing our expectations also means that we're going to expect meltdowns. We're going to expect to sometimes have overtired kids and that we might have to pivot on plans. I remember last summer we went to the beach and so my kids were seven, five and about 20 months old at the time. And I don't know why, but I thought this trip was going to be this relaxing beach trip because we hadn't been to the beach in a while. It had been COVID. We hadn't really traveled. I was pregnant, had a baby. So this trip was long awaited and I was so excited to just go sit and relax on the beach, which in retrospect, I don't know why I thought I was going to sit and relax on the beach, but that's where my head was at. And then the reality of that trip was that my toddler, who I thought would, I don't know, sit and like dig with sand toys or play in the sand. My toddler wanted to roam the beach constantly. I mean, she did not sit down. So there wasn't just no relaxing on the beach, but there was literally no sitting on the beach. So my husband and I had to take turns walking up and down the beach with her. She would wander up to strangers. We had to kind of pull her back. It was not relaxing at all. And there was a lot of arguing between my boys because they didn't have their normal environment, their normal toys. And so we were all kind of stuck in this house together on days when it was raining and it was stressful. And then a couple days into the trip, it hit me. I was like, oh, well, this is just a different kind of beach trip. And I've got to embrace that if I want this to be fun. And so, you know, I took those opportunities where my boys were fighting and I tried to take them and use them as learning opportunities because I was much more available to them than I might be at home if I'm pulled in 10 different directions with laundry and cooking and all of the work that I'm doing and whatnot. So I tried to just be more hands-on with them and to do things with them, like sit and read stories together or play board games when we weren't on the beach. And then when we went to the beach, instead of chasing my toddler around, I got the idea to actually wear her and go into the ocean. Thankfully, it was a very calm day, so we were able to do that. And so all five of us went out and jumped waves for like an hour. It was probably my best memory from that trip. It was so fun, so relaxing. We all enjoyed it. And it was because I was able to sort of manage my expectations and think about, okay, what can we do with this kind of beach trip to make it fun for everybody? Now, during that same trip, we went out to dinner and of course, everywhere had really long waits. And we said, that's fine. We'll just sit outside. 
except a huge thunderstorm rolled in. So we were sitting in the car and waiting out the thunderstorm. And I looked up and there was this candy store across the street. And I was like, do you guys want to make a run for it and like go into this candy store? And so we did. We made a run for it in the rain to this candy store. And it was one of those bulk candy stores where you pay by weight. So the kids got to take their bags and like put all of these fun gummy things into their bags. And they were so excited. We let them eat some of it before dinner and we had a wonderful dinner because we were no longer stressed about like sitting in the car during this thunderstorm waiting for however long it was going to be until they called our name. And so just managing our expectations, being flexible, recognizing that a trip with kids is going to look really different than a trip without kids can be so helpful in making the trip fun for all of us. Okay, my second tip is to prepare, 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 okay? Both in terms of stuff right? Like if you want your child to sleep well, bring some things from home that help them sleep. The white noise machine, blackout shades, your kid's favorite stuffed animal. Have your outfits pre-packed and rolled together so that your child can easily pick one and get dressed. Bring things to do on the car ride. Snacks for restaurant waits. That one is huge. I feel like if my kids have a snack, they can wait and they're able to chill. If they don't have a snack, then all bets are off. So I always try to be as prepared as possible. And yes, there are times that you're not going to be prepared, but the more you think ahead about what your child might need in order for things to go smoothly, the smoother of a time you're going to have. But then, of course, we also want to prepare our kids emotionally. We want to talk to our kids about what to expect ahead of time. We want to come up with a plan for things that might feel challenging. So we can talk to and prepare our kids for things like long waits at restaurants, long car rides or plane rides, arguments over who gets to choose what to watch on the one TV at your rental versus the many TVs and tablets at home, right? Long, tiring days with lots of walking. We can prepare our kids for these things and we can come up with a plan with their input for what they think might be helpful if we find ourselves in one of these tough situations. My third tip is to create some anchors in the daily routine. So maybe you're out all day walking at a theme park or you're up later than usual every night, but Can you still maybe do the same bedtime routine, even if it's two hours later than usual? Or maybe can you make sure that nap will happen, even if it's like in a stroller or in a carrier on you or back at the hotel so that you can stay out later at night? Can you snack at the same time you do at home, right? You figure out what those anchors are because it's going to be different for every kid, but I know for my kids, there are certain things that just help them do better. Like with the bedtime routine, we always read a story before bed. And I think that is really helpful to them no matter what time we go to bed. Or my toddler definitely still needs a nap. And so I will make that happen, even if it means I'm going to leave the beach for a little bit and go back to the room with her. And actually last year when we went on this beach trip, she was so exhausted one day that she just like fell asleep while I was holding her. And so I did actually get to sit on the beach and relax for that one hour. And it was lovely. So Can you create some anchors in these long, different days that you might be having on vacation? That will help your child so much to function in this environment that is not their norm. My fourth tip is to expect and allow all feelings. Don't expect that your child is going to be happy 24-7 simply because you're taking them to the quote-unquote happiest place on earth or the beach or wherever. Yes, it's fun. But also, your child is going to have moments of feeling overwhelmed, tired, sad, mad, even disappointed, and it is all valid. I promise you, it is not a lack of gratitude. 
It's just that vacation can be overwhelming and different and tiring for all of us. And so if we take our kids on these fun trips and expect that because we're having 24-7 fun, that they're going to be 24-7 happy, we're kind of missing the point, right? We still need to be available for all of their feelings. We want to have the right mindset about this one thing because it can make such a difference. So for example, your child might drop their ice cream cone and they're allowed to be sad about that, or they might want to ride one more ride even after you've been at the theme park all day and you might have to say no it's time to get back and you know what they're not being ungrateful or entitled by wanting to do more they're actually showing you that they've had so much fun or maybe they want to get a toy at the toy store and you have to say no because you've already spent so much on the vacation those feelings are valid they are not entitlement or a lack of gratitude validate them Say to your child, I know we are having so much fun. It's so hard to leave the theme park. I hear you. Or wow, you really want that toy and it's so hard that I said no. I really get that. Just like you would at home, right? Okay, so this brings me to my fifth and final tip for smoother travel with kids. And that is do not expect perfect behavior and certainly don't require it in order to do the fun stuff. In other words, don't use fun parts of the vacation like carrots for your child. Here's the thing. Often our kids are so excited and so out of their routine and overstretched, overtired on vacation that they literally can't give you that perfect behavior you're asking for while you get ready to take them for ice cream, right? If ice cream is dependent on them doing what you ask, you're going to set them up to fail, and we don't want to do that. The pressure to do well combined with all the overtired and overstretched I just mentioned is going to make it so that they act out their anxiety and excitement through challenging behaviors. Remember, behavior is communication. Kids do well when they can. That does not change when we're on vacation. So while you're waiting to get ready to do something fun, expect them to struggle. Talk about the feelings and how it's so exciting and also so hard to wait and give your child something to do so they're not just trying to entertain themselves in a space that's not set up for that. I remember we would send my boys out onto the front porch rocking chairs on that beach trip I was talking about, and that helped them have something to do. They were people watching, just kind of talking to each other so that they were not going crazy with excitement when they were waiting to go do something fun. A lot of times what we feel like doing as parents when our kids are acting wild while we're waiting to go have ice cream is we want to say, okay, fine, if you're going to act like this, no ice cream. But that's the worst thing we could do. Our kids are doing the best they can all the time. And it's our job to see that even on vacation. Get curious, validate feelings, and set your child up for success. So those are my five tips for traveling with kids. I hope this quick episode has been helpful. And until next time, we've got this. I so appreciate you listening and being here. It really means the world to me. And if you are enjoying this podcast, leave a review and share with someone who could use this message. I really and truly believe that this is how we change the world. We spread the word about raising resilient kids, about being cycle breakers. So share this podcast, leave a review, and let's spread the word about raising resilient kids. Until next time, we've got this.